0: Welcome to the Embodied Business Revolution podcast with myself, Polly Lavarello, created for entrepreneurs and online business owners who know that business gets to be different from what we've been told. Join me and my entrepreneurial guests for insights into how they've created wild success while dropping the hustle and honoring their well-being. Because I believe that success is more than a financial destination. It's how we get to feel every day. So today I'm talking about multi six figure businesses, the thing, the crap they tell you versus the things that work. I'm so excited to be talking about this. So essentially my business is now a multi six figure business. I can't even believe I'm saying those words sometimes. And what's really ironic and crazy is that, yeah, there's some things you kind of need to get out of the way in the earlier stages, like hurdles, let's say. There has never been so much spaciousness in my business as there is now at the same time that I'm earning more money um so it felt like there were some things I really needed to speak to I am privileged in the privileged position to see the behind the scenes of various online businesses um so it's not you know I myself have for example a following of like 1500 on Instagram it's pretty tiny but I've supported people who've got like hundreds of thousands of followers on Instagram etc so things like that I'm getting insights so I'm like what does it look like to have a huge number of followers on Instagram. What difference does it make to your earnings, etc. And I'll give one little uh, giveaway here, which is not very much is the answer to that. But I'm going to start start with four ones that I hear really common. Anyway, let's start. Life gets easy when you have 10,000 plus followers on Instagram or whatever social media platform you choose to be on. I think most people have given up on their Facebook page these days. So firstly, I've supported a lot of clients who've got over 10,000 followers, and they are still struggling to get that elusive blue blue tick. So to imagine that that's all you require to get the blue tick, that is not the case. It certainly helps. But things like being having a published book, um, having done a TED talk, being a kind of public persona that needs some level of protection will be the thing that gets you the blue tick. Um, so definitely a lot of clients I work with are quite keen to get their books published because that is one of the easiest ways to get a blue tick on Instagram. But um, the marketing strategy that supports my clients with 2000 followers is no different than those who've got 10,000 plus um, I don't know if you've ever heard the story of the influencer with millions of followers who couldn't even sell a T-shirt, but that is very much a thing uh, because followers don't necessarily mean people who want to buy from you. We always have to think about the reason why people follow us. And this is why when we're sharing Instagram content or any kind of social media content, we do need to be incredibly intentional about who we're looking to attract in and that we are sharing super niche content so that people who are following us are following us very closely connected to what it is that we're selling. If people are just following us because we're super attractive or drive nice cars, don't be surprised when we sell something totally unrelated to all of that, that nobody actually wants to buy it. So there's obviously different incentives, intentions behind why people follow certain people. And having a huge following doesn't necessarily mean more people are going to buy from you, particularly if it's outside of the niche that people are following you for. And I think the really important thing to say here is that Recently, I think my followings increased to somewhere around 1,500. But for a very long time, I think for like the first few months of this year, and probably for about six months, it was very stuck at 1,250. And I have to admit that was around the time that Reels took off. And I was really adamant that I wasn't going to get involved with them. I was like, I'm not touching them, not doing Reels. I think that was partly down to the fact that I was quite busy and tired. So the idea of doing Reels just felt really unenticing. Um, so that's partly why my following kind of seemed to just stay like there would be new people coming, but the same number would drop. And so it just stayed consistently around there. But when it came to my income, I managed to get past my first six-figure year with that number of following followers. And um, you know, now I've got to multi-six-figure year and I'm still at only 1,500 followers. So it really doesn't mean... And I and I also support other clients who've got literally are making millions, who have like less than 3,000 followers on Instagram. So Does it, you know, is it valuable showing up on social media? Yes. Does it, you know, is is it a good thing to have more people following you? I'm not denying that. Is it the make or break as to whether you're going to have a successful business? No. It's very true. That whole thing about look after the people who are already following you and ensure that you're giving them, you know, good, valuable content, whatever that is, whether you're inspiring them with activating content, you know, speaking, you know, emphasizing your authority, whether it's educational content. Whatever the content is that you're sharing with them, just ensure that it's made for them, that it's, it's, you're not there looking to be the next person who goes viral. You're not doing it to kind of entice new people to follow you. You're doing it to give the people who are already following you a really good experience. And that in itself will bring in the right kind of person to follow you moving forward. So that's my advice. That's my very basic, very simple strategy around social media is I almost treat it like a journal. I speak to my people. I think the really important thing I've come to see as my online business has grown is that I very much attract in people to work with me who have similar values. You know, we have a similar energy. Like it tends to be that my energy very much matches the energy of the clients that I have the best relationship with. And I see that with my client, my other clients as well, like whatever like shadows we have, (laughs) we tend to attract in our clients, whatever kind of, you know, whatever enlightened side of ourselves, we also tend to attract in our clients so it, it can be quite confronting um, doing any kind of one-to-one work or any kind of coaching work because we tend to see that all the time. Now, the beauty and the gift in that is what that means is when it comes to selling to people, which essentially that's what we use social media for, right? Sell to people the way you like to be sold to. I, I think again, like when it comes to, and I'm going to speak to the other three points in a moment, but just kind of staying on this point about social media and marketing and stuff and How much more simple it gets to be is in the early stages of online business, when people are looking to create a multi six figure business, they're buying all the courses, all the programs, following all the business coaches, trying like that. Oh, I've got to sell on the call. I've got to like get bank card details on the call. I've got to do this. I've got to do that. And for some people, they'll be really high energy. They'll be like, thank you. Yes. You've made me super accountable. I'm giving you my car details. I can't wait to get started. Woohoo. Um, and, you know, and there's some people out there with that kind of energy and good for them and good for the person that's, you know, doing that and good for that match made in heaven of people who are like, mm, I'm not like that. I like to make empowered yeses. I like to sit with the feet. I like to like mull on the feelings that have come up and like let my feelings marry the thoughts and then see what baby is produced at the other end. And then come back ideally after having slept on it and make a decision about whether I want to work with someone or not. And the kind of people I like to work with give me the space to do that. And if they don't do that, I will quite simply walk away because I like to feel autonomous in everything I do. And so I treat the people I'm selling to in exactly the same way. I want people to come into my containers with a full body. Yes, I've had two discovery calls this month where on both occasions they weren't entirely sure. And there was zero pressure on my side. There was literally like, that's fine. Because in my mind, I know the really good fits who've really come in and really capitalized and made the most from being in my container are the ones who like, they they may have still have slept on it but the energy was really there. There there was a full body yes in it and and I could see they were ready. And I I, like, my energy was matching theirs. I could see that they were really like, I can see I need this, I can see I want this. I was on the other side being like, I can see you need this and I can see you want this and I can see that I can support you with this. And they felt that energetic exchange for me as they kind of gave me that energy of like, I am all in. I'm ready to do this. I could also show up as fully. And when energies match, everything flows so much more easily. Sales calls become entirely effortless. And that is the beauty of social media, right? Social media en- enabling us to create connections, enabling people to understand what it's like to be coached by you and feel into your energy so that when you do get on a sales call with them, It's really like, it's almost like it's a done deal already that that you're not having to kind of get, you know, allow them to get to know you, allow them to get to understand your values, how you support them, what your program looks like, because you've been peppering that throughout all your social media already. So by the time you're having a conversation, they're like, I know I'm your dream client. I know you support people like me. I know you've got results for people like me. And now it's just a matter of having the conversation for you to reaffirm that, you know, to see me, to experience like, what it is that's coming up for me, like to kind of hold that safe space for me to help me feel confident that I am going to move ahead with working with you. My value isn't defined by whether somebody buys on a sales call with me or not. My program's value isn't defined by whether somebody buys on a sales call with me or not. Uh, My relationship is defined by how I interact with somebody on that sales call. And that relationship means a lot more than anything else that happens in or outside of that. That's like point number one around social media, where I kind of then deviated into what it is to sell. But that kind of also speaks to the whole like, do you have to push? Do you have to hustle on a sales call? No, you really don't. You just actually need to really learn and understand what feels good to you and show up in that way. Okay, so the next thing is, the fastest way to six figure year is to launch all the time, okay? So, truth time. There is a value to launching. There is a huge value to launching. It gets you really visible. It gets you having a conversation with a lot, you know, conversations with a lot of people. It gets you talking a lot about your offer, which oftentimes can create a lot of clarity around what your offer is. It's a wonderful way to help people learn about this new way that you are selling and supporting people. So, I'm not against live launching at all. What can happen though when you're live launching all the time, um, which certainly was my experience, is it led to burnout. And- Live launching is one thing. Live launching with ads is another. When you're in the early stages of building an online business, you can get to six-figure years without using ads for live launching. And the way you do that is you can still be using ads. But what I recommend in terms of using ads, and interestingly, even people who are making multi-millions of pounds on their live launches, you know, are... Definitely list building because, and interestingly, even her operations manager said, because we can see that, because it's tangible, because we can see how much it's costing to bring people in, and we can see the difference it makes to our, you know, our overall sales later on, and we can see the ROI launching on the other hand is immensely stressful because you're paying for all these leads and you're praying they're good ones and you're praying on the other side that they convert to an ROI. Now, obviously I support, you know, I'm part of, I'm a half, I run an agency. Um, So where we support launches who that have done incredibly well, but I think the important thing to say, and one of the things that we stipulate and one of the things we've been very good about as an agency is that we only take on coaches who are making like consistent 20 to 30 K months who who have a validated offer, who have a demand, who have a track record of great testimonials and people who absolutely love and sing the praises of the program because it's too risky otherwise. It's too risky. Um, So you really need to get that funnel working really well for you before you start thinking about running ads to it. So this is why I'm such a huge fan of Evergreen because once you have done that live launch, and yes, I do think it pays to do one live launch and that's why we include live launching as the first part of, you know, our evergreen process, because you want to validate that offer, you want to have these conversations, you want to get some sales under your belt. But once that is out the way, there is no reason why you can't be very quick to turn it into an evergreen offer essentially, live launching is not the fast track to six figure years. I mean, it can be, but it's also the fast track to burnout. And so I think it's very important to be mindful when you're growing your business to be building it in a way that feels good today, tomorrow, (laughs) and for the next month, because your energy really is everything. And if your energy is being damaged by the kind of strategy that you're um, following, then it's going to do a lot of damage to you. The other thing I see business coaches doing a lot of the time, which I'm really not here for is my way or the highway. Like this is the only way to be successful. You need this certification. You need this digital product. You need to launch this way. You need to sell this way. You need to create this kind of offer. You need to sell to this person. You need to niche that way. Like the real, like the interesting thing when you get to the very top of the pile of all the coaches out there is they're all doing things incredibly differently. Chances are if someone's got really firmly rooted in like, this is the one thing to do, like you all need a low price digital offer and that that's the thing that's going to like be passive income and you're going to wake up a millionaire. The landscape we're working now in the online business space has changed a lot. It's changing all the time. Like in the same way marketing is changing all the time. People want a new way of experiencing a masterclass. People want a new way of being sold to, you know, The other thing that people really underestimate in online business, and I haven't included this as a point, but here's your bonus point, which is don't always focus on the people that buy from you immediately. And I guess this ties into the relationship piece as well. But again, the people I see who scale their business the most successfully are those who aren't focusing on the 10% that attended their webinar, the the 1% that reached out to them in their DMs and are focusing on the 99% who haven't and the 90% who haven't viewed the webinar And looking at ways to still connect with those people and have a relationship with those people, which can then lead to a sale. Because ultimately, if someone has reached out to you and signed up to a masterclass, they're interested in what you have to offer. They just perhaps haven't prioritized themselves or their time or something clashed or came up. And it's our responsibility to reach out to them and create that connection and create that relationship with them. So these are things that we need to be thinking about, you know, that it's it's not enough anymore just to create and wait for things to come or follow a strategy and wait for everything to happen. It's very much about us taking ownership of our values and how we wish to show up and how we wish to look after people. And when we do that, outreach and having conversations with people can actually feel very natural. And you can have people reaching out to you in a way that feels really natural and lovely too. But going back to the list building thing, I wanted to speak to that briefly. I have a course called More Bangless Buck and that course was originally created for those who got in touch with me asking to run Facebook ads who weren't in a position to be running Facebook ads and would often say, well, can you show me how to do Facebook ads for launching? And I actually felt out of integrity supporting people to set up ads for a live launch, knowing that one, Facebook ads, if they don't go right, are quite complicated and therefore... It's You can't just spend two hours and be like, there you go, done, bye, (laughs) take your Facebook ads launch, and there you go, best of luck to you. And I knew that ultimately, at that stage in business, if they couldn't afford someone to run their ads, actually, one of the best ways to invest their money was by list building. We we created more bangless Buck, I think it was about six months ago, it might have been longer now, actually, as a kind of low ticket way for people to learn about Facebook ads and list build. Now, what came apparent last week while talking to these people who weren't quite in the position? Essentially, there wasn't enough consistent business in their business and enough experience under their belt for it to be an obvious leap to go into scale with a power one. So I was looking at my course, Small Bangless Buck, which needs updating anyway, because the whole interface and Facebook has changed since I recorded everything. So it was already on my agenda to update it. And now what we're going to be adding to it will be a module on application forms so that essentially you're not just list building, you're sending people into a nurture sequence where there's also an application form to work with you or the invitation to book a call. Essentially, it's going to be a pipeline that can be run on a really low budget to regularly attract one-to-one clients. If there's one core message you take away from today, it really is that relationships are everything in online business. Nurturing the relationships you have with potential leads Nurturing the relationship you have with existing clients, nurturing the relationships you have with people that sign up for your masterclass. It's important to recognize that those are the things. These are the things you cannot skip. Yes, at some point you could hire somebody to like be sending DMs on your behalf, should you wish to. Um, but you know, relationships really are fundamental and foundational to everything. And I think there's a kind of assumption that as we start to scale our business, that part becomes less necessary because we have funnels and ads and, and team members doing all of those things for us. And that's what makes it easy. But actually, when you look after your relationships, when you have some signature high ticket offers that really look after the people that are in your world and space, your business gets to look really simple because you don't need that many clients to be making significant sums of money. And you get to be helping people at a deeply transformational level, giving them incredible results, which then bring in so many more people. So people massively overcomplicate what online business needs to look like. And we need to remember that while this is all online, we're still dealing with humans. And humans like to be seen and heard, have, you know, have space created for them. They don't want to feel like a number. So I hope there's been some value today. I will be doing a masterclass. It is going to be me sharing my clients on tap method, but obviously I'll be sharing some valuable takeaways about what it is to regularly attract in one-to-one clients and the difference that it can make to your business and the best method to do it in a way that is time effective for you. Particularly put this together with a view of the fact that, you know, we're coming up to the summer holidays, I want you on the beach. I want you spending time in nature with your family, with your friends, with your kids, whoever, you know. So it felt like the perfect time to be launching this because it is, you know, while relationships are important, so is time off and so is time for you. And one doesn't have to mean you can't have the other. So I wanted to be able to introduce that to everybody in the context of a masterclass, where as always, as I always do my best with all masterclasses to pack them full of value so there's things to learn that will be in there. I am also going to do an impromptu live soon talking about the close friends feature on Instagram. I'm going to implement it first and come back with more reports and findings. And if you'd like to be on that close friend list, please do drop a comment below because um, you'll be seeing the behind the scenes of how I'm implementing it all. I appreciate I'm throwing in, I'm doing, I'm totally breaking the rules here by throwing in various calls to action here. All right, my lovelies, have a great day. Been listening to the Embodied Business Revolution podcast with myself, Polly Lavarello. Thank you so much for joining me today. And if you enjoyed today's episode and are keen to hear more, come on over and join us behind the scenes at Embodied Business Revolution on Instagram. We can't wait to say hi.